what's up what's up what's up welcome to oak hella radio broadcasting live on alldayplay.fm because if it isn't authentic it isn't oakland welcome everyone this is your girl bju aka dj cream aka yb favorite dj (laughs) my favorite people in the world who i will let introduce themselves what's happening five minus deuce aka trey it's a beautiful day in the bay didn't mean for that to rhyme but it happens all the time pass it to my slime what up hey what's up peace oakland big sand in the building Always a pleasure. Yes, and this is Oak Hella Radio, as DJ Cream said. It's May 2021. It's it's kind of popping outside. I'm, I'm kind of... The, st- the streets are calling my name. It's, I love that video. With the plate, though? She had the barbecue plate. <laughs> it's too accurate, man. I need three wings, extra crispy up with the mm-hmm. spicy barbecue sauce. Yes. But yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's getting to that hot... They, them, he, her, he, his, summer, all the things. So I'm feeling excited about that. And what better place to be than California? So I'm like, what is, when you when you hear people say like, oh, it's going to be a hot girl summer. Like, what does that even mean though? Does anybody really know? That means you're going to be a hoe. You're going to be a hoe. I was about to say, I think people just want an excuse to be a hoe, which is fine because we pro hoe over here. But just say that. Do we really need a reason? I mean, let's do it. Uh, how many? How many people had hot dogs summer plans but got the COVID baby on the way? Ooh, that's a reality for a <laughs> Just you, that was kind of like Southern Belle shade. It was so subtle. It's well placed. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be a lot of COVID toddlers. Who've never met anybody but the people that are around right now, and I feel for them. Yeah. Um, but I think my <laughs> hot boy summer looks very different than that. So I'm just gonna swerve away from that uh, <laughs> picture altogether. I don't want nothing to do with covering babies or babies at all. Um, I would love, honestly, to not be in the bay. As you know, maybe as weird as that may sound, like of course we love Oakland, we love the town. Um, but your heart grows fonder when you go away and come back, I think. When you go see some other ways of living, some other- Hold on, you said, you, you said you're leaving for the summer? I'm thinking about it. No, if you You're in another country, another a foreign land? No, I'm not. If I go overseas, it's gonna be for at least six months. It, it wouldn't be a short you know, trip. And my ideal place to land is Morocco. So that's gonna take some planning and some seeing how the world is moving. Um, but nationally, yeah, to move around a little bit and, and stretch right, out. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, a, that's a hot boy summer for me. Travel, I eat my way through different cultures, so food, I would love a live show. That that would make my life, um, that would be a hot, hot boy summer for me <laughs> if I could see a live show, because it's been almost, what, two years? Something close to it. I don't know what is time, but I feel like I went to a show right before the lockdown. I just don't remember what it was. I know you know you said you 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 uh, of an older generation and the hot boy summer's not really for you. But what is what does a big sin summer look like this year? Oh man, um, a lot of work for me. You know, when you in agriculture, summertime it's work time. Um, 
You gotta keep growing your food and keep the garden right and the animals alive. I got a really busy summer plan in Oakland for y'all. So you'll be seeing me around these streets, you know, as well. Doing the activist thing, fighting for the people and whatnot. I mean, we're keeping close, you know, keeping it local, exploring all the beautiful things Oakland has to offer. I am trying to dip out to Mexico City and I'm trying to dip out to New Orleans. You know, I'm gonna make them two things happen. Okay, I see y'all. It's just taking hey. off. DJ Cream is our summer baby, so what you got planned? Um, very similar. I told myself that I wanted to travel a lot. Like I've been to a bazillion countries, but to keep it a buck, there's a lot of places in this country I haven't been, like New Orleans or Chicago or I don't know, Denver or you know, so I have made plans and I'm in the process of making plans to just hit up some of those places I, I've never been before. I got a whip now, so I'm for sure about to be road tripping. Anywhere I can drive within a day or two, I'm for sure going to just hit up. Um, and really for me, like, hot bijou summer just entails more of a vibe versus a destination. Like, I'm just trying to soak up as much as I can, have as many experiences as I can, meet as many people as I can, like, really just be in my flow and in my vibe. Um, and, and I feel like that's not limited to the summer, but it's very activated in the summer. So trying to be by all the water and all the sun, you feel me, rubbing on all the booties and just, you feel me, out here. <laughs> Virgo, baby. Yeah, it's your time. You come alive. Right. Yeah. So I'm a winter, baby, but the summer is definitely, I don't know, just the hustle is different. The just... Oh, you already know. We, we set it off. Gemini set it off. So, you know, 20 days or so. Y'all yeah. be ready for it. Yeah, sure. We not. Uh, <laughs> I promise you're the exception, bro. I have like no Gemini friends. For real, you unicorn. For real. Maybe you got some cancer spilling over somewhere. In there. Yeah, I know, right? I want to know your full chart. Like, all I know is your son is Gemini, but I wonder what else is going on in there. I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna see you. I found out when I was born, and I let you know. I let my birth certificate. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so chart from Big Sand coming on the next episode. Hopefully, we'll, we'll get back to y'all on that. Um, in summer. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of exploring our own backyard as well as uh, maybe the unknown close bys around us here locally in, in the United States. Um, yeah, this is definitely a group of people that combined, I'm sure we've seen a lot of other countries. So, yeah, I highly recommend Chicago. Shout out to the South Side specifically. It's summertime. Oh my God! Nothing like summertime, Shire. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. I highly recommend. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. A few places I can say are better in the summertime in Chicago. Look in the summer. I'm planning on going for my birthday. New York is hella cute in the summer. Chicago's just got a a thin sliver over. Mm. It's mm. really it's a thin line, but it's there. Yeah. So. I'm gonna have to do both so I can compare them. I think it's the concentration of black people in Chicago versus New York is like the melting pot, which is amazing too, but sometimes you kind of want that specificity. So. But anyway, I hope y'all summer's hot. It definitely sounds like the, the team collectively and individually, we, we're going to have a, a smoldering summer, I hope. Um, but yeah, in that regard, this is Okella Radio right now. We're going to get into some music. Uh, we'll be back with a fly interview from the good homie, Man, just such a good human overall, Janine Kayembe. Um, yeah, just talking to us about, uh, you know, black folks, 
queer folks, all folks, reclaiming land, resetting standards, reimagining ways of living. We're going to get into a dope conversation. Uh, but some music first, and we'll be right back. This is All They Play That FM. Airplane mode, I don't need no drama 
Everybody know I ain't about that drama, oh yeah All I go out of started I'ma tell you right now I plan on chillin' so hard right now I Ain't taking no calls right now I'm kicking back and I'm lighting up Doing what the fuck I want Just roll the wood, I'm feeling good Just me, myself, and this blunt uh, Everything I do is way up, man If anybody good, I swear, it's us, man I'm vibing, I'm chillin', I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm vibing I'm chillin', I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm fighting, I'm chilling, I'm good. I'm kicking back and I'm, I'm kicking back and I'm, I'm kicking back and I'm fighting, I'm chilling, I'm good. I'm kicking back and I'm good. Everything good over here, yeah. Everybody know I ain't about that drama. Everything good over here, yeah. Everybody know I ain't about that drama. Oh yeah. Oh look what started. I'ma tell you right now. I plan on chilling so hard right now. Ain't taking no calls right now I'm kicking back and I'm lighting up Doing what the fuck I want Just roll the wood, I'm feeling good Just me, myself, and this blunt Everything I do is way up, man If anybody good, I swear it's us, man I'm vibing, I'm chilling, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm vibing I'm chilling, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm vibing I'm chilling, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm I'm kicking back and I'm I'm kicking back and I'm vibing, I'm chilling, I'm good, I'm kicking back and I'm good. First break in a minute, can't remember not having going to work. Chilling by my mama crib, food smelling bomb, and I even went to church. Full tank in a whip, going for a little dry can Said I'm thinking about just going for a ride, then pop it up and surprise the niggas that haven't heard from me. And I know they be missing me, I was busy as ever, feel good to be on. Feel good to be smoking with all my niggas Thinking about the shit we used to be on No lie, man, I really get the feeling This shit is coming together Good food, good weed, sort of fam I ain't seen it, couldn't get any better huh? I'm vibing, I'm chilling, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm vibing I'm chilling, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm I'm kicking back and I'm I'm kicking back and I'm vibing I'm chilling, I'm good I'm kicking back and I'm good What up, what up, what up? This is your girl, Bijou, a.k.a. DJ Cream, and you are tuned into Ohella Radio on alldayplay.fm because if it isn't authentic, it isn't Oakland, Jubezy. So we are in the studio today. We have an amazing guest. Yeah. And I'll kick it off to my co-host. What's up, y'all? What's up? Five Minus Deuce, a.k.a. Trey. Welcome back. Hello, y'all, Oakland. What's up? For sure, the usual suspects, but we also have an amazing guest this month coming to you live and direct from Joshua Tree slash Mojave Desert. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's Chupa Wavy Land. Is that how you say it? Chimma Wavy. Chimma Wavy Land. Shout out to the Chimma Wavy people as we come to you from Ohlone Land, Oakland Bay Area, California. Yeah. Homie Calf somewhere in the cut. Shout out to him. And this is Okella Radio. Uh, yeah. Janine, welcome to the show. Um, how you feeling today? 
I'm feeling good. I'm all right. I just got done building my compost box, so I'm taking a uh, <laughs> I'm taking a break. Love that you said that because we definitely want to pick your brain just about hashtag rugged queer and that whole journey of everything you've been building uh, down in the SoCal area, as well as just your journey to make it to this point in totality this far. So yeah, just for anybody who doesn't know who you are or know the background of your work, maybe just give us a little bit about yourself. Um, yeah, where you coming from? Who are you coming from? And yeah, a little bit about Janine. Yes. Uh, where am I coming from? Well, I'm definitely from Los Angeles, California. So we keeping it real west up in this piece today. Uh, right now, <clears throat> I live in between Philadelphia and Joshua Tree, California. Joshua Tree's in the desert, um, right bordering the Mojave, where my people are from. My mom's from the Philippines and my dad's from the Congo. So, you know, uh, as I, me and my wife like to call each other infinite media artists because not only do we cook, not only do we organize, not only do we plant, agriculture, paint, sing, dance, all of the things. So um, right now, my specific medium, I like to call myself a sonic environmentalist. I'm really digging deep into how music is an offering for the environment and for nature and for the people. Um, and I really am excited to continue on this journey because I, I think this is my hope that we really collectively have the, have the audacity and have the creativity to make a culture shift when it comes to environmental uh, justice and climate change as, uh, you know, young Black people. Envir sonic environmentalists. I want to make sure I get that right. That's what you're saying. Right? That is... That is Awesome. Um, so, I'm taking it all in. It's, I'm just like, well, those two words next to each other are, that's a whole conversation, that's a whole show within itself. <laughs> just, just, just that one title. Um, but in that vein of like calling yourself a, a sonic environmentalist and like actually putting that to practice, we know you just recently put out a project. Um, talk to us about what inspired that and like how um, you know, that music tells a story of that. Well, EPA, um, I named it that, of course, because the Environmental Protection Agency um, was a play on words. Uh, but for me, it stands for Environmental Protection Ancestry. And I think, right, for this specific project, it was a deep dive into the ancestral realm. Um, when thinking about the intro, So Blue, you know, I have this line where it's like, and uh, the sea, even though she's filled with blood, she's still blue. Just kind of like honoring our ancestors that um, didn't make it all the way, you know, that maybe uh, are in the ocean right now on the wrecked uh, enslavement ship and things like that. <clears throat> so just thinking about how the ocean feels, how the water feels for holding that. Um, then Compost is a, it's a three piece, no biscuit. Um, Compost is the second song. And yeah, I mean, that just off top, they forgot that we were seeds when they put us in the dirt and they thought that it would hurt. But when we touch earth, my dad homies go to work. And that was really just trying to honor what was, I had that song so long ago, but after all the uprisings and everything happening, you know, I felt like it wasn't just us marching. It was like 
all the homies, you yeah. know, and that's why we were able to shift um, power in, in that way. Um, and then Gold Nile, for me, when it comes to environmental justice, I feel like, and this is something that I'm going to continue to say is my mantra, I feel like the route to racial justice is through environmental justice. And I feel that way because the biggest factors that they oppress us with are environmental factors, whether it be food, air quality, transportation, you know, trash, all of these different things, you know? Um, so I really feel like the first step to that, to that environmental justice is the repatriation of all of black and brown indigenous people's things, whether it be our bodies. Cause in Philly, I don't know if you guys just saw that story that broke out, how Penn, that was actually our housemate that wrote that article institutions like Penn and museums are holding us they're holding our dna they're holding you know gold nile is the last song and i say we want our pots our bowls our rings our gold forty thousand acres cash like i'm calling for it all and i think putting those things back into place can give people of color and indigenous people just like a base baseline reparation to kind of restore some sort of um, environmental balance. Because I feel like all those things, all those people, they want to go home, you know? Um, so that's EPA in a nutshell of like where I kind of went off with it. But the, this first one is really honoring our ancestors and how they stewarded this environment and how they did it to the point where we're still existing right now. Well, so many gems in what you just said. Like I should have literally been writing shit down. Um, if y'all haven't listened to the EP, like you fucking up and you need to go listen to it and buy it right now. Um, so as we segue into the I next I'm, I guess I'm fucking up, but I can't listen to it right now because I'm on the radio. You can use yourself and make it happen, okay? okay. Only 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Anything's possible, Seneca. <laughs> right. Um, so I just wanted to uh, kind of segue into the next question. When I met you, Janine, was during a very magical time full of tons of shenanigans when you lived in Oakland, California. And my question to you is, how were you impacted by your time spent in Oakland? Mm. That was probably definitely one of my most transformative times in my life living there. Um, one, just being in a community with y'all and us flourishing in our creativity. Um, you know, people, there was elders who had our back who were just like, here, do your dreams. Um, but then also, you know, the town gave me a good reality check because I got jumped off brand. And, um, but what I it remember did- remember that night. But what it did for me was it definitely, it showed me that our people are hurting. Our people are hurting really bad. And, 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 
in the ways that we are hurting sometimes violence and negativity is how it manifests but that definitely made me stronger it made me more aware um I think constantly being in the west at the park made me feel grounded um you know and yeah, it, it 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 was a very visceral experience living in Oakland. I've lived in a bunch of places and it's like, oh, this was great. It was lofty and airy and fun. But this like, it taught me a lot. It definitely taught me a lot. And that, that instance, um, that instance is what made me seek out therapy. And that began my journey of therapy. And without that, happening and without me um having the amazing therapist that I have who's definitely a part of the community I would not be the person that I am today for sure and like and the therapist I got to do theater therapy so I got to like act out certain things and like you know it, it was it was just I wasn't gonna get that nowhere else but okay Man, because Oakland will give you some shit you ain't never had before. But you need to know you need you, it. You already, you already know. She was a dreaded, beautiful black woman with all of the know and say and all of this that was just like, yes, this is what I need, this healing. Um, so yeah, without without that town love, after the town biz, um, I wouldn't be who I am today. So I'm appreciative of all those experiences, you know? Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Right on. So, um, can you talk so, about a little bit about the weed you smoked at Oakland? Oh yeah. <laughs> what you all gonna talk about some weed? They get you guys on something. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. That wasn't on the question list. I was trying to be. You can answer it though. We talk about. You can definitely answer. I mean, Everybody my favorite on our 100 is grapes from the east. That's on Mamas. That's on Period. I used to date a girl off 61st and Mac when I was like 17. And it was the greats from 61st and Mac. <laughs> Nothing like unlicensed grapes in the town. Like, Nothing like $20 it. $20 eighth to keep you pushing. The good old days. Oh, man. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Now you're getting taxed. For yeah, sure. now you're getting unless you know somebody, unless you know a guy. <laughs> right yeah, on. I'm... So, uh, I just wanted to jump back into um, what we kind of mentioned in the beginning. I, I know on your your brand on your platform, you often use the hashtag rugged uh, rugged queer. Want to mm -hmm. make sure I said that correctly so that people can follow it. Um, just yeah, speak to the journey of like what it's been like building your own thing and, and what that term rugged queer really holds for you yeah I definitely wanted to because I'm in this farming environmental DIY punk world um you know I found myself I found myself not seeing that as represented as much um, I love the folks over at Dapper Queer, and I was seeing how they had this whole display of like how queer people can be sophisticated and in suit and tie, and I love that. And I realized there was another story of mm -hmm. folks who are, you know, living in 
off grid and, you know, prioritizing nature and prioritizing this way of living alongside with the land. Um, and I just wanted to document that as I was moving along, you know, I've always been, I've been a farmer for about 10 years and now just in this past year have purchased my own land with my wife. We have seven acres in Joshua tree and we built our home and, um, and now we have three tiny homes on the land as well. And all of those, <clears throat> everything was built with myself, my wife, our kids. Um, we have Angel, who's our contractor that comes help and we have no idea what we're doing. Um, but for the most part, yeah, you know, YouTube University, a lot of ancestral knowledge just comes to you while you're while you're working with the land, I feel like, while you're planting or doing carpentry, a lot of things like that, I feel like it's just inside. My grandfather was a farmer, my grandmother was a farmer, um, you know, and <clears throat> I feel like it was a necessity to to be that representation of like a queer black family that you know we got evicted in the beginning of the pandemic but we had land and we were able to reclaim our whole selves our whole lives that were you know just kind of spit out by the city and yeah we did all of our drywall our insulation we, I just right now finished the compost box so that we can have a specific place for our compost. Um, you know, I'm always working on and tinkering with something at all times, whether it be our outdoor water heater or our composting toilets or our fire pit. It, you know, there's always something to do around the house, but I like it because it keeps me active in my mind along it's a different type of creativity that's not just art um you know architecture and and building and agriculture are all these other creative aspects that I like flexing my brain with because it, it I like showing my kids too you know um so another, yeah I have another question then that's not on our list related to that I, I'm very mm -hmm. I'm very sorry to hear that you got evicted during the pandemic I'm very happy to hear that you have a new home that you're able to make that that's more complete in some ways because you can control the autonomy. And my question to you is with everything that's going on, because homesteading is one of those things that is, is my thing as well. And it looks like, you know, there's never, there's, the mission is never done with the homesteading, right? So with everything that's going on right now, do you think that you're fortunate to have been forced into a, a way of life that could be what just saving grace if things don't go the right way here in this country? Oh, yeah. I mean, we made this decision because we could have, like, our people, they came through. We raised, like, 10 grand. We could have gotten an apartment and just had rent for six months, you know, because we're a family of five, so that you know, that's how much of that's how much time that's we could buy, and we already had two acres, and we just, I mean, because my wife and I are so connected to our ancestral practices, we just left. We were like, let's pack up the car, um, let's go to our land, and let's figure it out ourselves. Because also, there was no choice, right? In the beginning of the pandemic. There's no apartment showings. There's no, 
there there was maybe no hotels there might have been an airbnb um so there was all these questions and there there actually wasn't a choice in that moment we had to go to our land because it was a, a a place that was ours where no one could tell us where to go or what to do and um i i i feel very fortunate because i'll tell another story too this is i found the our the land where we have our house uh on craigslist and it was just like a shot in the dark you know we all live in cali we know how much houses are this just so happened to be for sale by owner and it was a, under a, under a hundred thousand dollars under sixty thousand dollars which we know in california that just that's rare so definitely fortunate but i think we made the right decisions each time because we chose autonomy because we every single time we wanted to opt into a system it, it, it didn't make sense we we're like oh let's get on the power grid but then that costs $10,000. With the same $10,000, we can buy solar panels and I'll never have to pay a bill. Oh, let's opt into the water system. That's $30,000. I bought a $1,200 water tank. I get my little $100 water delivery from the bull around the way, you know, and I'm off that system. There's no lead in my pipes. Why? Because I laid my pipes. Come on, player. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes sir you know i'm 12 <laughs> i love it um so when we opt out of these systems it seems like you're if i almost felt privileged for a second but then i realized like no we just made decisions that always have our autonomy in mind you know um which then yeah now we have two pieces of land and and my mortgage is like one fifth of what it would be living in the city so it could seem like privilege but to me it's more privilege to live in the city because it costs more you know so with permaculture design you have a high cost in the beginning and then all your costs lower at the end because you're not tied to any of these systems Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think so many people are trying to figure out how to make that switch. So I, I'm sure this conversation is beneficial. Yeah, anybody why is you picking my, my words and stuff, man? Because we in sync, brother. One <laughs> twin, man. I got my hair locked and now we just, we sync. This sink. we out here. Is, now we, we all same nigga. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> hey, but we all fly. So that's all that matters. But yeah, I just, I just know that's become more of, of a, a forefront thought these days with people trying to deviate from systems and, and get out of the quote-unquote rat race and yeah just like this is an amazing model for a lot of people just being able to see it grow over time and like all the work y'all have put into the land and, and continuing to build this oasis in the desert it's literally like nothing i've ever seen before i can say that personally so yeah and mind you we did it off of grants and unemployment and that's on period. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hit grants and unemployment? And so it's it's not that you have to be the richest, but you might have to be the most resourceful. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, and so, yeah, access, accessibility is always going to be a barrier for certain people. And so we don't want to count out those marginalized people who just don't have access to certain things, who can't get a YouTube link and see how to build 
their own systems. But for a lot of us, we can do that. It's just a matter of going out and finding those things and hearing people like you talk about it. So we appreciate you. Yeah, and I think it's the reprioritizing the funds as well, you know, for what folks pay for rent in in a city. Um, you know, my what my rent was from the condo we got evicted from was $1,500. Now that $1,500 pays for my house, my car, and um, two of the tiny houses that are on the land. Mm, so man, that's some alchemy right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot of prayers. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of prayers. A lot of like, you know, switching, moving, changing the plan. I thank God I have a flexible wife and that I'm flexible. I know a lot of people have anxiety and things like that and need to know about their future. But I've been homeless before, you know, so I had all of that kind of problem solving, you know, of like where to find water, where to shower at all of these because we were just living on the land on a tent in a tent for a month before we closed on the house so you know we had to ha be super resourceful as well as save money because we were putting down for the house so you know and that's where the nature boy stuff comes in you know we know our little rivers and lakes where we can go you know bathe and get fresh water um you know we know these little cracks and crevices if we need shelter what national parks to go to that are in our surrounding area because around you know national parks are only twenty dollars so instead of paying rent or at an airbnb twenty dollars for what a night or for what for a night okay mm -hmm. um so when we couldn't afford an airbnb we camped at the uh we camped at the national parks is there any way that are you um is, is it in your future plans to incubate or do any guided type of stuff where people can pay and and then have it set up for them and like not be a lot of money or whatever but like something that's the value where they don't have to be you know think too much we still can have the experiences, but where it's a little bit more curated so they have best practices and a better chance of success. So they're more likely to want to maybe transition into that lifestyle or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, something that we're doing right now is, because me and my partner have done a lot of direct service for like open community. We are focusing on investing in our specific circle right now. Um, because we know that that can has the potential to reverberate. Does so that mean me? can I, that mean me? Am I in a circle? No. <laughs> I'm like, who you asking for? Uh, I already knew you win. Trade them in down, trade them right. in up and down that five yeah. at least four or five times now. So Thank whenever y'all ready you. to hop down the five, we'll be right here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we've been hosting different um, artists and activists who are experiencing burnout. Um, so they come here for four to five days. And uh, Trey, we just did a, a, a musical residency where we cut, I think we cut like four or five songs over the course of three or four days. Yeah, um, we, got like, we got like half an album yeah. Oh, so y'all got to be in the recording studio? I have equipment. Yes, I do. Um, and then my wife has her own artistic studio as well. She's a sculptural um, artist and designer. So, um, you know, we have we had a chef come. We've had an author come. We actually just hosted um, Aja Monet and um, and the folks who 
are stewarding the vagina monologues. Um, but they came for a Black women's uh, author retreat, and we led them on a hike and a medicinal uh, experience inside of the national park. Um, but it is open to folks if, for the folks who have invested time and love and space into us, because that's what we have capacity for at the moment. But the goal is to, um, I was just talking to my wife today, uh, we're actually looking into being a, um, a studio for folks that can come and record music videos or scenes for their whatever it is, because um, the desert is like really hot for that right now. Um, and we're looking to some other you know, uh, partnerships with like our friends and family. Um, so there is opportunity for that. And right now we're really investing in our folks. So whenever y'all ready to come down, we'll be. We are for sure. I'm all about that medicine work. Let's get it, let's get it cracking. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I highly recommend it. I will say like there's, <laughs> a, there's a vortex in Joshua Tree in the desert, just that it has a certain alchemy and I've always came back feeling refreshed and renewed every time I've made the trip. So even if it's not to this particular land, I highly recommend the trip. Check it out for yourself. Uh, Janine, thank you so much for just coming up here and dropping gym after gym. I think it gives people a nice sort of foundation to go out and do their own research and figure out what works for them and their families and how they can maybe replicate this model. Um, for the people who don't know you and that are listening, how can they find you on social media? Um, how can they find the EP? Drop your links. Yes. Um, the social medias. If if folks want to, if folks are really into the land thing, they want more questions, please hit me and my wife up at holistic.art. That's it. Holistic with a W dot art. Um, my specific handle for Instagram is my main source of uh, interaction with the people. That's uh, Oro5, so it's underscore Oro, O-R-O-5, underscore, because, you know, someone else has that name. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Um, so that's underscore Oro5, Oro5, underscore. And for the EP, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's on Google Play, it's on all of the things. And that's just Oro5, the number five, Oro number five. It's on all the things, so you have no excuse. No excuse. And if you don't got none of those, it's I got a couple of Johns on Bandcamp, so Oral Five at Bandcamp as well, and all of my beats because I make beats are on SoundCloud. Oral Five like, on SoundCloud. Right on. Give it up one more time, Janine Oral Five Kayimbe, yeah. our special guest for this month, and this is dropping like this is today is five five, and then twenty twenty one together. Two, two, and a one. That's five. So it's triple five. It's only right that you was here today. Right. Yes, it, Trey it, Fives. Trey Fives in the building. I know that math <laughs> might have went over some of y'all head. I'm quick <laughs> off the cuff, but I see you and and just the ordaining energy of you being with us today. So I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, this is Okella Radio. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Appreciate y'all. Yes, yes, y'all dropping right here on O'Keller Radio all day play.fm. This is Gold Nile from Oral 5. Give us back our gold, everything you stole. And 40,000 acres cash. 
one back Pharaoh's bones. All of that art you stole, you claim them thoughts your own, but it's my fucking throne. just heard an amazing interview by the homie Janine Kayembe, aka Oro5. I hope that you took notes. I hope that you will be looking up and researching some of the things they mentioned. And also definitely check out that EP because it is fuego. Also, before we let y'all go, just want to drop a couple gems on y'all. You know, it's been a while since we've been out IRL, but Okella is officially coming back to the streets. So pull up on me. We're going to be at Tampa Commons at the Brooklyn Basin on Saturday, May 29th from one to five. And we're going to be doing Jitterbug, you know, with the funk going on IRL. So get those roller skates, get your knee pads together get your kids get everything the blankets is gonna be a fucking vibe we hope to see y'all there once again you are listening to okella radio on alldayplay.fm because if it isn't authentic it isn't oakland this is your girl bijou aka dj cream signing off it's going down peace may 29th one to five brooklyn basin that's my birthday weekend y'all don't even know yeah Celebrate, celebrate Gemini season with Big Sand and the Roller Blades. Hey, roll on. I'm Five Minus Deuce. Check it out. And uh, yeah, we love you, Oakland. We'll see you next month. Talk to you later. Bye. May is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So in honor of this month, all the music featured on today's episode features artists of that descent. We're going to close it out with two more tracks. See you soon. Hey. 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 Peace. Baby, I'm better than Alan. Nobody kicking it. How they rocking traditional garment. 
I've been rapping the hardest, I got impeccable honest. It's like Tekken, it's full effect, and I reckon I'm Akuma. I can heckle a hog and tell him Akuna Matata. Fuck with a veteran, dog. You a poodle or toddler. I'm a student, a part of the movement, a shooter, autonomous. I'm true and I'm true to my school, and I grew to be ominous. I'm cool and the only problem in the tool of your powder. Me prove to be homie. I'm sorry, I truly offer apologies. Shoes on in the house, get fussed out. Gold all in my mouth, get cussed out. All you fake rappers, sit the fuck down. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out, boy, what now? Get crawl, turn it off, get butt now. Get drunk, burn it up, get throwed out Get rock, get stole for your own sound Fuck flow, one know what you're so bad I was born in the South, but globally past I'm breaking this sweat, you throwing the tabs You know what I'm about, I think you know what it is I've been taking the risk since Jordan Lake where I fished And nature taking the piss since Shaking the wrist and breaking the brick And breaking the bread and breaking the mold And baking the grits and baking the dough And taking them orders, needing the dough But I ain't never need delivery tips I said, boy, I might really need a day job Man, I hope this rap shit really pay off How many times you think that I thought that I was finna be rich? Uh, the benefit is, I ain't never been a gimmicky shit. I gotta always take it back to my simile shit. Word. I'm like two fifteens in the front seat. Like Bruce Lee sold me spunt beat. I like putting my all in a one take. Like putting gold all in my front teeth. Shoes on in the house, get fussed out. Gold all in my mouth, get cussed out. All you fake rappers, sit the fuck down. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out, boy, what now? Get crawl, turn it off, get butt now. Get drunk, burn it off, get throwed out. Put them in my name. 
wish it was play now. Any given day, I'll be headed to the pulpit. Say a little prayer, matter of fact, I need two of them. Ooh, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Ooh, they say 92, so we in the new rules. Though we got hips, so we don't lose the projects. Out there here with Dale with my little cousin Marcus. Someone threw a whole brick in the Neiman Marcus. Help me put the whole mannequin in the charger. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets were flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie.